Section 12 of The Baha'i Revelation by Thornton Chase. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. The Baha'i Revelation by Thornton Chase. Section 12 Teachings. Baha'u'llah made the utmost efforts to educate his people and incite them to morality. The acquisition of the sciences and arts of all countries, kindly dealing with all the nations of the earth, desire for the welfare of all peoples, sociability, concord, obedience, submissiveness, instruction of children of both sexes equally, production of what is needful for the human race, and inauguration of true happiness for mankind. Traveller's Narrative, page 69. Baha'u'llah's Declaration These teachings are translations from Persian and Arabic, which are very difficult because of the wide differences between Orient and Occident, not only in idioms and forms of expression, but in methods of thought. They also relate to the loftiest conceptions of divine subjects, and are for earnest consideration rather than mere reading. But they will be understood by those who study them with the heart. I was asleep on my couch. The breaths of my Lord the Merciful passed over me and awakened me from my sleep, and commanded me to proclaim between earth and heaven. This was not on my part, but on his part, and to this bear witness the denizens of the realms of his power and his kingdom, and the dwellers in the cities of his glory, and himself the truth. I am not impatient of calamities in his way, nor of afflictions for his love and at his good pleasure. God hath made afflictions as a morning shower to his green pasture, and as a wick for his lamp, whereby heaven and earth are illumined. The gales of the all-knowing, the all-glorious, passed by me, and taught me the knowledge of what hath been. This thing is not from me, but from one who is mighty, and all-knowing. He bade me proclaim between the earth and heaven, and for this hath there befallen me that whereat the eyes of those who know overflow with tears. I have not studied these sciences which men possess, nor have I entered the colleges. Inquire of the city wherein I was, that thou mayest be assured that I am not of those who speak falsely. This is a leaf which the breezes of the will of thy Lord, the mighty, the extolled, have stirred. Can it be still when the rushing winds blow? No, by the Lord of the names and attributes. Rather do they move it as they list for being belongeth not to non-entity in the presence of the Eternal. His decisive command 
did come causing me to speak for his celebration amid the worlds verily i was not save as one dead in the presence of his command the hand of thy lord the merciful turning me can any one speak on his own part that for which all men whether high or low will contradict him no by him who taught the pen eternal mysteries save him who is strengthened by the mighty and strong one tablet to the king of persia glory be to thee o god thou knowest that my heart is melted about thy matter that my blood boils in my veins with the fire of thy love and that every drop thereof crieth unto thee with dumb eloquence saying o lord most high shed me on the earth in thy way that there may grow from it what thou desirest in thy books but hast concealed from thy servants save such as have drunk from the fountain of knowledge from the hands of thy grace and the stream of wisdom from the cup of thy bounty thou knowest o god that in every action i desire nothing save thy affairs and that in every utterance i seek naught but thy celebration neither doth my pen move except i desire therein thy good pleasure and the setting forth of what thou hast enjoined upon me by thy authority thou seest me o god confounded in thine earth if i tell what thou hast enjoined on me thy creatures turn against me if i forsake what thou hast enjoined on me for thy part i should be deserving of the scourges of thy wrath and far removed from the gardens of nearness to thee know by thy glory i advance toward thy good pleasure turning aside from what the souls of thy servants desire accepting what is with thee and forsaking what would remove me afar off from the retreats of nearness to thee and the heights of thy glory by thy glory for thy love i flinch not from aught and for thy good pleasure i fear not all the afflictions in the world this is but through thy strength and thy might thy grace and thy favor not because i am deserving thereof tablet to king of persia words of baha'u'llah when a seeker intends to turn the step of search and journeying into the path of the knowledge of the king of pre-existence he must first cleanse and purify his heart which is the place of the appearance and emanation of the hidden mysteries of divinity from all the gloomy dusts of acquired learnings and from the illusions of satanic appearances and he must cleanse and refine his breast which is the throne for the accession and establishment of the love of the eternal beloved 
he must likewise sanctify his heart from attachment to water and clay that is from all phantasmal forms and spectral images in such manner that no trace of love or hatred may remain in the heart lest that love may cause him to incline toward a direction without guidance or that hatred prevent him from another direction just as in this day most are bereft of the immortal face and of the threshold of meanings because of these two tendencies and are grazing shepherdless in the deserts of error and oblivion he should at all times trust in god and turn away from the creatures be severed and detached from the world of dust and united with the lord of lords not preferring his own self before anyone but cleansing the tablet of the heart from pride and vainglory attaching the heart to patience and self-restraint observing silence and avoiding useless speech for the tongue is a smoldering fire and loquacity is a deadly poison material fire devours bodies but the fire of the tongue consumes souls and minds the effect of the former vanishes in an hour but the latter continues for a century Egon one thirty seven to one thirty eight o people of baha ye are dawning places of the love and daysprings of the favor of god defile not the tongues with cursing and execrating anyone and guard your eyes from that which is not worthy show forth that which ye possess be not the cause of sorrow to anyone how much less of sedition and strife ishragot thirty eight he should consider backbiting as error and never step into that court for backbiting extinguishes the brilliant light of the heart and numbs the life of the soul he should be content with little and free from avarice profiting by the companionship of the severed ones and regarding seclusion from haughty and worldly people as a benefit at dawn he should be engaged in commemorations seeking for that beloved one with the utmost earnestness and power consuming heedlessness with the fire of love and praise passing over all else save god with the swiftness of lightning bestowing a portion upon the destitute and not refusing benevolence and favor to the unfortunate he should show kindness to the animals how much more to mankind and especially to the people of the revelation refusing not his life for the beloved and turning not away from the true one when reproached by the creatures he should not wish for others what he doth not wish for himself 
nor say that which he will not fulfill, keeping aloof from evildoers with all determination, and asking the forgiveness of God in their behalf, condoning the sinners and despising them not, for the end is not known. In brief, the traveler and seeker should consider all else save God mortal, and account all but the adored one as nothing. Egon, pages 138 to 139. This day is the day of God. God alone is speaking in it, and none should be mentioned but him. Where are purified eyes of clear insight? Where are the withdrawn and illumined hearts? This day is the day of eyes, ears, and hearts. Beseech God that ye may possess these three, that ye may be withdrawn from the veils and sanctified, because a thin veil, the thinnest, may prevent the eyes from seeing, the ears from hearing, and the heart from understanding. Ponder carefully on this supreme word which was revealed previously by the supreme pen. O children of knowledge, the physical eye will be prevented from seeing the world and what is in it by a very thin lid. Then what will be the result if the veil of avarice cover the eye of the heart? Blessing be upon the soul who hastened to the ocean of the mercy of his Lord, the ear which heard the cry of the supreme pen, the eye which saw his wonderful verses, and the tongue which pronounced his most beautiful praise. Shouldst thou turn thy face toward all the things of this world and listen with a spiritual ear, thou wilt hear them exclaim the ancient hath come the lord of the most great glory hath appeared when the lamp of search effort longing fervor love rapture attraction and devotion is enkindled in the heart and the breeze of love blows from the direction of unity the darkness of error doubt and uncertainty will be dispelled and the lights of knowledge and assurance will encompass all the pillars of existence then the ideal herald will dawn as the true morn from the divine city with spiritual glad tidings and awaken the heart soul and spirit from the sleep of negligence with the trumpet of knowledge then the favors and confirmations of the eternal holy spirit will impart such a new life that one will find himself the possessor of a new eye a new ear a new heart and a new mind and will direct his attention to the clear universal signs and to the hidden individual secrets with the new eye of god he will see a door open in every atom for attainment to the stations of positive knowledge, certain truth, and evident light, and will perceive in all things 
the mysteries of the splendor of oneness and the traces of the manifestation of eternity every atom and object will direct him to the beloved and to the desired one he will become so discerning that he will distinguish truth from falsehood as the sun from shadow Iqan, 139-140 If anyone with a pure heart and clear intelligence thinks about that which hath been revealed from the supreme pen, he will at once say with the tongue of honesty that now the truth is evident. Beware lest the matters of this world prevent thee from coming to the owner of names. By the life of God, that which is upon the earth shall vanish, and naught else remain save what hath been revealed from the heaven of the will of thy Lord, the precious. Tablet By him who caused all else to pronounce the praise of himself, the world and what is seen therein to the one who hath clear insight will never be equal to one word of the words of god because the former is forever and ever transitory and evanescent but the word of god is eternal and everlasting as is the eternity of the names and attributes by the sun of the horizon if all the world were of gold and silver the soul which is really growing in the kingdom of faith will never turn toward it if any one findeth the sweetness of that which hath been mentioned then he will not act against the ordinances of god and will turn to nothing but god also he will see with a clear insight the evanescence of the material world, and his heart will adhere to the everlasting kingdom. God manifested himself to teach the people truth, sincerity, religion, faith, submission, reconciliation, compassion, courtesy, prudence, and piety, and to adorn themselves with the garments of good qualities and holy deeds. Say, O people, be merciful and do not desecrate the holy ordinances of God with your impure suppositions, evil thoughts, and delusions. We ask God to lead all people to the truth, to assist them that they may return to Him, and to strengthen them to serve His cause to spread his words and to act according to the ordinances of their ancient master end of section 12 recording by nicholas james bridgewater recorded in london england